It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. It is um, not Monday, it's hump day. And that means we need to tap into the expertise and gregariousness of our own Jimmy Fela. Boom! Big Jim Fela. Hey, girl. So, Jim, first of all, how was your New Year's Eve? How did you finish the year? Oh, man. Uh, the way I started it, passed out in the bushes. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was, it was, wow, did we go hard? Listen, I haven't been home on a New Year's uh, for quite some time as a comic and in TV and stuff. So I actually just cooked and got plastered. Oh, good for you. But I was, you know, like I, at midnight, I kissed Jenny and wished them a happy 1994. <laughs> like I was that good. It was great. But and I was then kidding. you asked her for her number. Do you like anyone in this kitchen more than a friend? <laughs> Do you know, you know how awkward it is when you're so drunk that you've taken off your wedding ring, but it's your wife that you're hitting on? <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want her to know I'm married. It's your own wife. It's just a mess. Jenny's like, Jesus, Jim, just go. To, let me hose you off in the backyard and then you, go to you, bed. You've been there, and you and you've brought me to this place socially where I am capable. Like once every three years, I drink to the point that I'm now Arthur. You know what I mean? It's like a British accent and everything. I don't do it a lot, but what I'm I would like to great. think I'm your Sir John Gilgood. <laughs> In that instance. Would you like me to wash your <laughs> <laughs> Um, I actually drove on New Year's Eve. Oh. So I did not have uh, an enviable cocktail consumption. But that's all right. Sure, being on the road on New Year's Eve is probably fun because everybody's so sober around Yeah, we you. went to Malibu. It was beautiful. Oh, stop it. The waves were huge. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, I started dating our tour manager. Yeah, she did. That's a, a lot of people I, don't know I, this don't know about the Laughs and Liberty tour. But when we go back out on tour this summer, we'll be a little bit bigger in Entourage because yeah. now we have a manager now yeah. who comes along yeah he does and, yeah. and he you know mm -hmm. shores up the finances yeah and... he shores up several things <laughs> doesn't details. he now okay so oh, another day another sock on the door jimbo i guess we'll wait for this press conference to start no big deal maybe you'll do the publicity on your own today jimmy <laughs> do you know what a sock on a door to la quinta means not at a la quinta uh hey you want a free promo for a hotel chain you know where we stayed a lot by the way home and home yeah suites. home two suites home two suites what a great hotel chain home two suites if you're out there you guys really did nail it because they basically have you in a railroad suite where the door opens and there's an immediate kitchen and it just runs the length of the yep. wall and so there's a kitchen a bathroom a living room I judge a hotel chain by the pillows. Yeah. So it's like if they're soft and squishy, I'm in. Yeah. Everything was clean. They mm. passed the black light test, which oh. is tough to do in one of my hotel rooms, but <laughs> no. kudos to them. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> um, so Claudine Gay, the president oh. of Harvard, mm -hmm. actually resigned today. So we were talking about it on Outnumbered. Actually, it was yesterday. Uh, we were talking about it on Outnumbered and... Patrick Murphy, who was the former congressman and former undersecretary of the army, he was saying he they thought that they would give her, not the economy, but her a soft landing and allow her to exit in a few months after the story died down. I didn't think that today would be or yesterday. I yep. didn't think this would be the week yeah. that she retired. Well, what's interesting about resigned, it, whatever yeah, right. the hell you call it. What's interesting about it is that um, they gave her the grace. And, and now I'm upset because 
these glasses are from the Claudine Gay collection. <laughs> you know, I I turned in my my online coupon. Yeah. You know, the worst part for her is it's not like she's going to stop plagiarizing speeches because as a Hamas supporter, she doesn't think she's allowed in a library. <laughs> she supports their ideology. She's like, wait, a woman, I can't go to a library. Uh, first, <laughs> this, obviously, this is an addition by subtraction, but they, she didn't even deserve the grace of a resignation. But this does speak to their problem with identity politics and that they knew she did the wrong thing, but it had to reach this breaking point for them to allow her to exit on her own terms. These weren't her terms, but they needed the optics of them being so yeah. because it would have continued to be a liability for them in terms if they just went out and fired this woman just because of her race and gender. So we thought that pro golfers were the bitchiest nitpickers in the world. Uh, but it turns out every academic is essentially Phil Mickelson. <laughs> and so when the pylon started and mm -hmm. there were people in her field, and, and it is a, a very unique field, when there were professors in her lane who were coming out going, oh, yeah, she actually lifted entire paragraphs yeah. of mine in her dissertation or in this paper. And then there are others going, you know what? Like, I also talk about redistricting and voting rights. And in, and in comedy, we would call her a joke thief. Yeah. And, and there were some very famous, famous comics who yeah. were accused of doing that throughout their careers. Uh -huh. But once people started realizing it, then they went back and reread their stuff yeah. and reread her stuff that was published after theirs. And they're like, She's a plagiarist. Yeah. Like, you cannot be the president of the most prestigious university in, in the world if you are a serial plagiarist. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm also going to throw in there that saying it's okay under certain contexts to call for the death of old Jews, <laughs> not the welcoming <laughs> statement that you think it is. No. I love it. She was like, well, it would depend on the context. Yeah. You know, if it's a Thursday between 3 and 5 p.m., <laughs> That's okay. you know, everybody gets a little rowdy. If they didn't misgender the Jews, then we're good. As long as we got, we kill them all, but get yeah. them pronouns right. We're going to have a real problem on this campus. That's From crazy. the river to the sea, <laughs> it is he, she, they, the. the. Yes. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at BrianKilmeadeShow.com. But here's, listen, it's a very teachable moment here for everybody. Everybody. And this goes for conservatives, too. Okay. We actually do need more diversity of thought. Mm -hmm. It's not about diversity of look. Harvard's problem is they prioritize diversity of, of, of look, but not diversity of ideology. They're 99.9% .9 liberal. So the things she was saying made perfect sense to her. Yes. The fact that she was plagiarizing speeches made perfect sense to her because you could sell them on a worldview that she's not capable of writing a good speech because the white supremacist country held her down. Yes. That's what they try to sell you. Well, and also, you know, communism and socialism are all about redistribution. You know, mm -hmm. some would argue that socialism is really about the government owning the means of production, but it really is the idea of redistribution, meaning if you have more than I have, then mm -hmm. that should be redistributed mostly to me. Yeah. You know, that's... <laughs> the funny thing about redistribution. There, there is, there's a very strong undercurrent of selfishness <laughs> in this philosophy, but it is there. So the idea that someone else had published her ideas before mm -hmm. she had them means yep. that she is allowed access to them <laughs> so and is allowed to further her academic career uh -huh. through simple redistribution. Thank you. But let's quickly address the question on everyone's mind because that's spot on. So there's nothing to add. I think the most pressing question right now is which... Was she Mars Black? <laughs> which, that's what, it's got to be the shoes. It's got to be the shoes. Which uh, do you think she'll go to CNN or MSNBC? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> who is hiring her tonight? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, MSNBC. Yeah, I no, think they would love her. CNN's still very much in the middle of an identity crisis. Yeah. They don't know who they are. They just know they're the ones who are getting really bad ratings. Yeah. So MSNBC's like, oh, no, we're going all in. They're, they're, they're leaning in. It's scary to me. But I, this is addition by subtraction. I do hope the other schools take notice because this is one thing that's not getting addressed. Okay. Pretty much, I don't want to say every Ivy League president feels the way she did, mm -hmm. but they all benefited from not being called before Congress. Everyone who went before Congress whiffed, okay? And I don't doubt there's more people who embody this mindset out there, but they're not necessarily getting called they're onto the carpet. They're waiting for everyone yeah. to stop paying attention. Yeah, that's what I mean. So they're just kind of, there's a lot of people laying low right now. A lot yeah. of campus presidents that have been quietly deleting Twitter posts, taking down You know down what it's photos. like? It's really great you bring this up. It's like the people on the Jeffrey Epstein list. Oh, yeah. Like they saw Bill Gates and Alan Dershowitz and Bill Clinton and, you know, Prince Andrew and high profile names being thrown about for years. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, my God. You know, they're like. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, please oh, don't oh. come for me. Don't publish a list. <laughs> and now, like, there, there's some real, Yo. like, meat sweats going on in the... <laughs> Son, vegans have the meat sweats yeah. right now. Yeah. All these climate-friendly the vegans. adjacent communities. Oh, yeah. so good. I lo Listen, I love this story so much, and I, I can't come out soon enough, which is what a lot of people say about me when they see my outfits. <laughs> They're like, this guy can't come out soon enough. No, no, I'm hanging in there. I'm still going with it. No, and, and I, I think that uh, we will be shocked... Not as shocked as Georgia fans um, <laughs> or Florida State fans. Ooh. So how did you feel about the outcome of the two games on Monday night? Well, as you know, Jenny, being a big Buckeye, was clearly not rooting for Jim Harbaugh. Mm -hmm. The hilarity of what we're watching play out is Michigan has like the greatest storyline ever going. But even if they win, this is probably getting vacated. Because, oh, because he cheated along the way. Well, he was suspended. Yeah, that's fine. Let it go. Let him win. I mean, if that were the case, and if there were justice in sports, yeah. the New York Yankees would be the World Series. It would be champion. the Astros. Yes. No, that's a great point. Um, but this is the thing, okay? We've seen Alabama win enough, so you can't really be upset. Like I didn't I'm not care upset. that this guy. I, I know was, you're not. I was rooting against Alabama. Yeah, you I was rooting against Nick Saban Nick and his Saban, smugness. Enough out of you. And uh, the whole Washington Texas game was a great game. It was a great game. So it gives me hope that the national title game is going to be a good game. But I actually think, if you care, uh, Michigan is favored by five. They were favored by one and a half over Bama. Mm -hmm. So that means the you know Vegas is very confident Michigan's winning this thing. Um. I thought that uh, Washington did not have great defense, mm -hmm. but I was I was watching that game going, I just think Michigan has a little bit of an edge right now. Yeah, they do. Plus, they have their signs and their formations and their huddles <laughs> and their you know social security numbers. They've been stealing. They've been, they've been pretending to be Seattle hobos for months now. <laughs> yeah, they've been just, just sitting outside Husky Stadium. It's like, wow, that Jim Harbaugh sure does know his grunge bands. It's plays a lot of Soundgarden when they run onto the of, field. A lot of mud honey. But, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that Temple of the Dog warm up mix, but here we are. Well, Jim, uh, we have an exciting year ahead of us. We, we, we left the Jordan year. Now we're in the Jeff Gordon year. Are you feeling good about 2024? I mean, listen, if any, if ever there was a rainbow warrior among us, <laughs> it is me. Uh, <laughs> big things, big things in 2024. I just found out what that meant. Yes. I just found out that when Jeff Gordon had his first official season, he was part of the rainbow warriors. Yeah. And they had no idea what that meant. Yeah. It was just DuPont paint. Yeah. But there were a lot of people at the NASCAR track <laughs> like, what the hell? He do what now? <laughs> Hold he's, on. He's kissing who? Oh, oh, oh no, oh, no, oh, no, now. I love those people. They're my people. America.
I am. We're America's sweethearts in the yes, media. Not America's. America. Merc. I would like okay. to think so, Jim. And I, I think we should go on a America's sweethearts summer tour. Well, it's going to get kinky because we have a tour manager who's definitely one of the sweethearts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the guy holding the camcorder for, for the OnlyFans, <laughs> just to be clear. Oh, I'll let him know. He'll be so delighted there's a new revenue stream. <laughs> Listen, he man. really is all about my bottom line. If it don't, oh, is he? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Bang. All right. We, hell, we're getting kicked out of the studio. Uh, happy 2024. We're in it. This has been Kennedy Saves the World, along with Big Jim Fela. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear Podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.